0: Love Talk Radio Ah,
1: uh, you know what time it is Tina Hang here with Mr. Cooper We're Mr. Cooper with Mr. Cooper We're Mr. Kissha Lady Scoop From Mr. Cooper from Mr. Cooper from Mr. Hey cool Mr. Cooper We're Mr. Cooper with Mr. Cooper with Mr. Kiss the lady scoop from Mr. Cooper from the
0: Coop. I'm your host, Coop. Season five still going strong, people. Make sure you do go check out the website, www.thebigscoopwithcoop.com, where you can actually catch some of the latest episodes from season one all the way up to season five. Also, make sure you follow me on Instagram and Twitter at MCOOP317. Make sure you go tell your family, friends, associates, haters. Tell them all to tune in right now to blogtalkradio.com forward slash The Big Scoop with Coop. Because you do not want to miss today's guest. Oh man! If you watch Chelsea lately, you know who this person is. If you actually enjoy stand-up comedians, comics, anything in that area, you'll know who this person is. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only Mr. John Caparulo. Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, how you doing? I appreciate hey, that intro. I don't know. I don't know if I can live up to it, but I appreciate it. <laughs>
0: Hey, you live up every moment of it. I've seen your work, and you are good. You're really good at what you do. I and appreciate I just,
1: that. Thank you.
0: Oh, yes, sir. And I just want to say thank you for taking your time, for coming out on the show. I know you're a busy man, and it's an honor to have you How on the show. You? Very honored. Oh, uh,
1: I'm honored. I, uh, I, I really appreciate it. Um, uh, I'm honored anytime anybody wants to... Uh, actually share their, uh, their airtime with me. Um, so it's, uh, it's very cool. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks.
0: Thank you very much. I do apologize. I'm getting some backup interference going on on the show right now. So I'm trying to figure out what's probably my fault. (laughs) Sorry. First time this (laughs) happened. But yes, sir. I just want to say once again, thank you. Um, on this show, we do speak about how you started in your career. Your success, give advice on how to get into your career, and much more. Yeah. So, first of all, I do want to say um, it is a pleasure and I will hold you long, but when did you first realize that you wanted to become a comedian?
1: Um, Well, uh, (laughs) there's, you know, I've been asked that question obviously, you know, uh, a lot of times, you know, over the course of my career, and it it was kind of hard to figure out, like, Exactly what the answer would be, and the truth is, is I uh, was in sixth grade, and uh, I had a, um, I was I was at basketball practice uh, for like my little, they were called the little Potters team because it was that's a long story, but uh, we uh, <laughs> we were at basketball practice, and um, I had a an accident <laughs> um, in oh. my pants, and. Um, it's I don't know how graphic I can get on your show, so I'm just uh, dancing around it. But um, it, I had one of those moments, and um, I, uh, I, I I in front I had that in front of you know 15 of my closest friends, and um, it was one of those potentially soul crushing moments for a kid. Uh, and what it ended up being was the the first story that I I used like you know, that I would tell and make it funny. And then my friends would be like, Hey, tell that story again about, you know, basketball practice. And I'm like, and then I would do it over and I would make, you know, more punch lines and do it, you know, better each time. And it was like, um, you know, it, it was the first time I got bit by the bug where it was like, you know, I'm now I'm glad I pooped my pants. Cause I mean, it really is, um, uh, you know, it really did change my life because I, I mean, I took what was potentially a soul-crushing moment and had people laugh with me about it instead. And it and it, it it's so infectious. I mean, the way like I, I mean, really, for me, you know, comedy's better than sex because I'm I'm kind of good at yep. it. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh wow. Wow, I like that I definitely like that yeah. And, and, yeah. and I don't know what to say After that itself Um, If you're good at what you do Continue to do what you do <laughs> That's yeah, the it's, it's,
1: it's the truth Yeah, I, I, you know I mean, it's uh I mean, comedy, I think, is all about uh, You know, we have to be As honest as we can be We have to, you know, point out the elephant In the room, we have to be able to make fun of ourselves So you know, it's uh, something that is really, you know, has always been fun for me to be able to, to sort of just to laugh at, uh, you know, my my sort of condition in life. I guess um, at all stages, so it's it's it's
0: fantastic. It really is. So, at, at any point of time, did you ever get? Did you ever say to yourself, "Okay, guys, I'm tired of telling this story. Everybody know what oh, I did in my pit." <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh yeah yeah well i i think there were uh, there was a point when i uh, not really so much then it was it was my friends were always disappointed that i didn't actually make it an actual bit when i became a professional comedian like they're like you're gonna tell the you're gonna tell the poopy pants story right and i'm like well not <laughs> no because they don't know all the people that were there like it wasn't exactly like it's not a story that like you know I mean, you kind of had to know all the people there and everything. And it was, it was like, there's a lot of inside jokes that went along with it. So it was like, they were always let down that, uh, you know, that I didn't tell that story on stage, but it was just for us. But, um, you know, it was still fun to tell. Uh, I'll still tell it to them now. <laughs> I don't care. It's, uh, <laughs> it was fun.
0: <laughs> you know, I think this is more of like that um, that that not-not joke that will never get old if you ever found one. That's exactly what it hey. is like. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Now, John, after you, you know, after you pooped in your pants, and you told the story three thousand times to each person in the school, <laughs> and your next door neighbors, neighbors, and your third cousins, and everybody else, um, mm-hmm. and you became, you know, you stuck with it. And I want to say thank you. You really stuck with this thing, and you continued on. You've done big things, Chelsea. Lately, we're gonna talk about that later on, also.
1: Yeah. But yeah.
0: On your on your career path coming up as a successful comedian, what obstacles did you have to overcome to become a um, successful comedian?
1: You know, I I mean, anybody uh, at least when I started and before that, I think with comedy. Now I think it's the same way now um, with comedy. It's uh, you know you have to really love the game, so to speak, because it's not going to love you back very much for a long time. Uh, it's, uh, it's a very, you know, it tests your, your resolve and your metal to like, really go, do you really want to do this? Cause if you really want to do this, you're not going to get paid for a long time. You're going to get, I mean, you're going to have to grovel for stage time. You're going to have to, I mean, really, I mean, you're going to have to really, really chase this, you know, dream, uh, before you start before it starts paying off like i you know i was a you know i tell i was a door i was a doorman at the comedy store in los angeles um for oh. uh for two years when i first got to l a and um you know i i i remember i used to get like you know every now and then I, you know i'd get some stage time like if they had somebody not show up or whatever like you know i'd get a fallout or something like that and i i uh I, I remember there's there's three rooms at the comedy store, and there was a there's a uh, the smallest one is upstairs, and it's called mm-hmm. the belly room. And there was a there was a show going on that night, and I remember I had to check the IDs for all the people going into that show, because um, they would all go in the back door. And I, I I the lady running the show that night comes down after about an hour, and she's like, Hey, I got this really big crowd up there tonight and, and it, I got nobody to go up. Do you want to do maybe 10 or 15 minutes? I'm like, <laughs> and I was, I went, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, of course. So I I ran, I changed my shirt and I ran up there and uh, um, did I, I mean, I did one of the best sets I'd ever had, you know, up to that point, uh, you know, in front of that crowd. And I come off stage and I'm floating. It's like a Friday night. And I mean, I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be a star by Monday. And I mean, I, I got, uh, I got downstairs and the night managers like, yeah, boot cap. If you're, if you're done messing around the, the ladies room toilet backed up and it's flooding into the hallway. So, um, here's a mop and he, and I'm out, and I'm mopping the hallway as people are leaving the show that I just lit up. Like that. I just, I just had a great set. Girls are walking by going, you know, you know, hey, you were really funny. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Don't don't step in that. You know, like it's uh, but, you know, it's like you have to really check your ego is really what it's and 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 for forever. I mean, it it really doesn't end with comedy. It's like you have to make sure you maintain your humility throughout your career because it's it's still, you know, that's a place where you have to come from is a place of, you know, humility. So it really is. It's a big deal.
0: Now, John, have you realized this? I'm listening to you talk. Have you have you realized this? You started out with poop, and and when you first got your shot, <laughs> you ended up going right back to poop again. Except it will not yours. I know. I know. <laughs> I, you know. I mean, the wow. thing is, is I end up I end up telling a
1: lot of. I mean, I, I, inevitably my set is going to include a lot of brown. I mean, it just is. There's a lot of spoof in my set, but I mean, I, you know, it's if I'm doing, if the crowd's really with me and they and they, you know, they they love it. It it doesn't matter. It's like it's great. If there's some nights right. when you can feel like like the crowd is just like, just like the larger half of the room or something is is sort of put off by that kind of humor, then I can sort of like I, I start counting those jokes in my head. Like I guess they're going, oh, no, there's another. Oh, you just said fart again. Come on. You, you know, so it's it's like one of those things where, you know, it doesn't matter when they're rolling with you, but, you know, right. it's, uh, you know, but,
0: yeah, I, I always end up back in the poop. So, yeah. nice. Right. <laughs> I don't know how – I'm not sure how it is nice, but believe it or not, at the end it comes back to being nice because, you know, you had your shot and you got up there – and and it wasn't planned for you to get on stage. And you went up there and no, you rocked no. it. And, right. And that's the thing. Right. Um and that's how you know that you're a uh successful comic, um, comic or comedian. Because you don't have to take weeks to prepare. They told you, hey, no. get up there and you blew the you blew the roof off. And they should have told you right no, there, yeah, hey, yeah. to do the thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: and and uh, people ask me if I still get nervous now, like, before I go on stage. And and I'm like, of course I do. I, 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 You know, I think you're crazy if you don't. Like, if you're going to go up in front of a few hundred strangers and talk about, you know, some of your most intimate, you know, details of your life, if you're Mm -hmm. not a little bit nervous about that, you know, you're nuts. I mean, so there's still an adrenaline rush. It's not as... But I was really, you know, that was at a time back when I was a doorman. It was scary, but I still, yeah, I proved to myself that I could, you know, I I could come through, yeah, at a a minute's notice, like, let's go, let's do it.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, John, do you feel that if you didn't take that step that day, if you'd have been like, nah, I'm going to stay here, I know my role, I'm going to stay as, you know, at the door, do you think you'll be where you're at today?
1: Um. No, no. I mean, well, that night in particular, uh, you know, I wouldn't have had a great story, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, I was already sort of, uh, you know, I had moved to LA and I was sort of in the mix, but it really was, uh, there are certain nights. Yeah. There, you know, there are certain moments good and bad in your career that you kind of, uh, you know, that are, that are really landmarks that are really like, you know, yeah, I'm glad. Cause you're, you know, now that you asked me that, yeah, it it was really important because there's just those moments in, in, in a comedy career or any career, I think that, you know, you know, maybe you really don't want to do something. You're like, you're like, "Ah, I don't feel like it's my night or you don't feel like, you know, "Eh, I just don't want to. And then you go and do it and it's like, wow, I, I'm so glad i I went up there because I really grew from that experience, whether good or bad, and I, I did I, I I grew a lot from that experience. it was It was humbling and you know it was exciting first, you know, and it was really uh, you know it really helped my confidence, but then it brought me back down to Earth at the same time, so yeah, it was it was good, it was definitely good.
0: Hey, that's what I'm talking about, John. Because like I said before, you've done big things. You're doing big things because your career is not over. It's nowhere close to you. No. You're doing big things. No. Um, and actually, while you're still coming up, and, you know, you had that shot right there, um, L.A., that's always a big crowd to actually do what you're doing. Um, Do you feel that you had any true mentors to actually help you out um, on the way up to where you're at right now? Um.
1: Well, you know, I, I I don't know if I had any, you know, direct mentors. I, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I look to, you, you know, as a comic, you sort of look to people, you know, whether it's other comics or anybody else to, like, sort of inspire or influence you, you know, in, in some way. I mean, I grew up, uh, you know, I got... I got like you know into stand up very early on like I you know I remember my dad let me listen to Richard Pryor way before I should have but I was listening <laughs> to Pryor albums when I was like four and uh, you know I couldn't really understand it other than the cuss words and that was <laughs> it was it was still I gravitated to it at a very early age where I started to like listen to like you know I really loved Eddie Murphy and 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 Sam Kinison. And, you know, later on, you know, uh, uh, you know guys like Chris Rock. And it's like, the, you know, I mean, I, I just, I, I listen to guys like that. I see them. I see, you know, Carlin, you know, is another one. Like, it's just like, you know, you look at these guys and you see how they sort of um, put their stuff together and the way they work. And, you know, I, I used to watch that at the comedy store, being and doorman, that's kind of why, you know, Mitzi, the you know who, who's the owner of the comedy store, she's you know that was sort of her plan for a doorman. Is sort of you know you're you're there every night, and you're absorbing all this stuff. So I watched a lot of you know you know some of the guys I looked up to really master their um, their craft and you know it, but it, you know but I got influences outside of comedy too. You know I was a huge Michael Jordan fan. I <laughs> say so like I I just loved the way that guy had a chip on his shoulder every time he played. Like he, he really still felt like, like I mean, no matter how great he got, no matter how, how big everybody, you know, everybody thought he was the greatest player ever in the middle of his career, and he's still like, nah. But I got cut in the tenth grade, and I'm still mad about it. And <laughs> it's like I loved that. I loved a guy who could just take and be, you know, be that petty. <laughs> And just be that you know, just be that determined, you know, and I, I, I loved it. And and that's kinda of the way I've looked at what I do in life and everything else. It's just like, man, I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna uh you know, I, I, I may I may have not it may not have looked so good for me at first, but yeah, I,
0: I overcame and I'm overcoming. So, yeah. Very nice. Oh, on Facebook, we're we're live on Facebook also, John. And um, Audrey Ratliff, she said that true she said so true. Experience really helps you grow, and I think she's actually referring back to when you jumped on stage and you did your thing at the um, at the comedy yeah. tour and you blew up. So big shout out to you, Audrey, for that. And that is true. John, he got his experience. He was ready. He did jump on this thing and he ran with it. Um, everyone, once again, um, listening worldwide right now. You can actually watch me live right now on Facebook.com forward slash the Big Scoop with coop. Tell your family, friends, and everyone to tune in right now. Um, we do have a famous comedian on the line right now, John Caparulo. So tell everyone to tune in. BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash the Big Scoop with coop. What's going on, Brittany? So um, I just wanted to say thank you. Your fans are listening, John. People are listening. And we're loving everything that you're doing right now. Um, now, wow. John, also. I appreciate still- that. Oh yes, sir. Do you feel that comedy has changed for the better or the worse from the eighties and nineties up to right now? Um,
1: I think uh you know, I I think it's it's gotten you know, both. I think everything is like that though. I think, you know, there's there's some things that, you know, um it's gotten better in the sense of like, you know, like I remember when when the internet sort of started to to really blow up and you know sort of take over you know as far as media and entertainment and and social media and all that stuff started to become really really prevalent you know I was afraid of it because I didn't really you know I I didn't start with that stuff being available you know and it was like i so i I really didn't know how or you know anybody was gonna adapt to it or we were gonna you know you know stand ups it's like it's just it's like how are we gonna be able to do what we do you know with with this new medium it's just it might i don't know it was just it was a scary outlook, but then as it went over time like and I started to use the internet myself for entertainment and you i mean I'm on YouTube and stuff all the time you know it it really is a it's like there are so many ways now that you as a comedian can get your stuff out there like you can actually get it to the masses without having to go through you know gatekeepers and things like that you know who are who own television networks or 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 or, or radio stations or anything like that like you just you can you know you can just get your you can you can get your Um, your comedy and your material out there, you know, yourself if you want to, so that's beautiful Um, but I think the political correctness movement has made comedy very um, you know it's watering us down a lot and it's making things difficult, like you know when I say like, I think a comic's job is, is to point out the elephant in the room, it is and I really think that like you know, I mean the, you know, when, when they're starting to, you know, clamp down on comics who might have said this, that, or the other, you, you know, on, on stage, like, it's like, you know, I, I just feel like stand-up comedy is the last bastion of free speech. Like, it's supposed to be, you know, really, we're supposed to be able to be honest. We have to be. Now, you have to be funny at the same time, or you're just offensive. Which is, you know, which is terrible, like Kramer on Seinfeld. That, you know, I mean, that's just awful. But I mean, you know, I, I mean, it's like you have to, you have to put some jokes in there, or you're just going to be sound terrible. But I mean, you, you, you know, if if you can actually, you know, make, you know, the truth funny, then you should be able to do that without people getting too just up in arms over, you know, like, you know, we should be able to talk politics or religion or race or whatever, you know, like this, like, let's talk about it. So, and laugh about it. And we, we grow from it, you know, and I, I it's, uh, you know, it's, it's starting to become harder and harder to, you know, to do that uh, anymore. But, you know, at the same time, like I said, there are so many venues and ways you can get your, Speech or whatever out there, so it's cool, and that's and that's it, but it's just you know it, it, it's uh it's tough than another, so you know everything always you know has some way to suck, I guess but, hey, you know, but, it's
0: true. there is a positive and negative as far as it goes for you know using the internet to get your material out there you're right, you don't have to go yeah. through the gate anymore. you have so many social network sites that you can use to get your stuff out right. there from YouTube. To Vine, Vimeo, um, um, Facebook, Twitter, IG, it's all out there. And you know, one comedian mm-hmm. that comes besides you, John, that does that a lot, and that would be Kevin Hart. He uses mm-hmm. he uses social media, <laughs> excuse me, like his best friend. So he actually yeah. brings you yeah. into his house. He brings you everywhere, and he's still doing his material and promoting at the same time. So that is true. Yeah,
1: he is. Yeah, he's a brilliant comic, and he, and I mean he's he's like you know yeah over the past decade or so he's really been able to um, you know uh, uh, yeah like find uh, the best way to sort of get that popularize what he's done and make more people aware of it. I mean I remember when when MySpace was popular, it was Dane Cook. They always oh. talked about how he was he had mastered sort of that social media movement and. It, you know, he was on it all the time, and it was like, you know, that it is, it's like, it's, you know, you really do have a lot of options and choices out there that you can use to get your comedy out there. I mean, when I first started, uh, when I, I remember I had a few TV deals back in the, like, like, a, like 10 years ago, um, and, like, they set me up with meetings with writers, comedy writers, and, you know, these guys, mo- uh, almost all of them were guys who initially came to Los Angeles to be comedians, stand-up comedians, but they didn't maybe have the charisma or the delivery or whatever. Um, yeah. But they could still write funny stuff. And so when you have like stuff like Twitter and things like that, guys like that can now circumvent you know, maybe going on stage and just, you know, okay, look, here, I have funny stuff to say, so I'll put it out to the masses like this. So it it really does give you a whole lot of uh, options.
0: That's true. Now, John, with a lot of your fans listening worldwide right now and uh, people that know you, they know you about this. So I have to ask you about it. How excited Mm -hmm. were you when you found out that you were chosen to be on Chelsea lately?
1: You know what, that that show was, uh, I mean, I thought it was really cool because I, you know, I always, Chelsea's one of those people that, you know, I mean, it's like, it's it's kind of like in high school, like, like when the cool kid likes you, you're, you're just, you, you just feel like more important. <laughs> right. And she's really, yeah. she's like, has been really cool. So it's like, you know, I'll, I was always really, you know, even before her show came out, like the fact that she acknowledged me and knew me and, and, and respected what I did because I thought that was, you know, that was awesome because, You know, I thought she was really funny and talented and all that stuff. So it was like, you know, I love when, you know, game recognizes a game. That's awesome. Um, But when her show first started, it was just kind of like, you know, I wasn't even sure if anybody was really watching (laughs) the show. Because I'm like, you know, it's just this 11 o'clock or whatever show on E! And you know i i don't know i don't know what the you know really how big it is and um you know cuz i don't go you know I, I stopped googling my name like a long time ago cuz i don't want to <laughs> i'm afraid to see what there is but uh i uh, wow. i just didn't know how popular it was and then about 2009 is when it really really picked up and mm-hmm. like like my the, the crowds coming to my shows like when i went You know, I started going on the road more because the crowds for my shows just they 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 like doubled, basically, because it was, you know, I I mean, like girls knew who I was. So it was like uh, (laughs) it was really, really it was fantastic for that. So then it became, you know, her show went from this sort of like little it was almost like like our little secret, like me and the other few comics who got on there. And you know, like it was our cool little thing that we were doing, but then it became like this really big phenomenon. And then, you know, it got you know, the traffic started picking up. So there was a lot more people trying to get on that show. Um, but at the same time, you know, throughout the entire run of the show, they kept asking me back at least every other week. I was on, uh, uh, I think it was like 150 episodes. So I mean, it was great. It was there was that show I loved everything about doing that show I, I mean the topics were I mean I don't really care about celebrities you know, but uh right. I usually just tried to make fun of the situation and <laughs> um but it was so fun to be able to you know test your skills as a comedian you know to uh you know it, it, it was it was really a it was just really awesome I love doing. I love doing that show. I just, you know, I miss it. I understand why she got tired of it, but you know, I, 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 of course, I miss it. It was a great feeling.
0: Of course, you know, I think I realized I found out about that show probably in two thousand and nine, mid 9 yeah, on two thousand and ten, and you know, I was watching and watching, and I saw how the show was progressing up. So it was mm-hmm. doing, doing good things. It really was. Ratings were getting there. But I mean, I still yeah. don't understand why, you know, it stopped. But I mean, do you feel that it could actually start back up again? Do you feel like Chelsea could do it again, or do you think that she's totally through? Well, I, I
1: think I think it's I think it's possible. I don't I don't you know I'm not really tight with with Chelsea in, in that way, like where you know I mean, which right. it, it's like yeah, she, she like it, it's funny because I mean. She and I, like, are real cool because, I think, because I keep my distance. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, yeah, I just don't, you know, I, I, um so I'm not close enough to her to know what she thinks about day-to-day, but I think that I know from what I saw and from what I heard around there that she was just getting really burned out on doing the show. I mean, it's every day, you know, Uh, you know, she was on every day, whereas I was on, you know, every. Other week, or I was on every week for a while, but like, yeah, it was just you know i can I can see how you would get burned out uh even from that now, uh, me personally, I think when you get to her position i i I stopped working altogether <laughs> <stopped> together because <laughs> I'm like i mean what, what what else do you need to prove? you own a plane, you're fine, all right, you know but she the fact that she keeps going with anything is is impressive and so uh and i admire that and i mean i joke about it myself about yeah it, you know if i if i it, you know if i was in her shoes i would i'd i'd just i'd be out but i probably wouldn't either i mean because just you know because it's in your bones but right. you know i don't know i mean it's anything's possible because that show was so great and it was so beloved and it's and I can tell the fans really miss it, but, you know, I know she's doing her other thing. I know she's trying to, you know, evolve to the, you know, to the next stage. Cause you know, I, I, you know, I even understand that from my position. I was like, all right, I, I you know, I love doing her show, but I really want to evolve to doing my show, you know? So it's like, I, I can, I could see anything's possible, but, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, as long as she's doing something else that that makes her happy, I doubt, you know, she would, uh, you know, backtrack. But, you know, that show was so yep. big, it's possible. It's always possible.
0: That's true. Big shout-out to you, John. Big shout-out to Chelsea Lately, if you're listening right now. Um, I missed the show, but I definitely understand, you know, the burnout is serious. You don't want to burn yourself out and drive yourself mentally crazy. So, and like no. John said, you got to play. I mean, geez, you, you prove yourself already. I wish I had me a plane. Mm-hmm. But you don't <laughs> don't you say anything. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. Yeah. Now, John, are there any other projects that you're working on right now that you'd like to talk about?
1: Uh, well, um, I've been doing uh Caplets uh online. That's uh I do it's, it was, I think we just recorded the thirty fourth episode. Uh thirty three or thirty four. Um but uh I've been doing uh, every 30 days I do a new like five to seven minutes of stand up um, and put it on online on, uh, you know, it goes on my site, on YouTube. It was on Hulu for a while. I don't know if it is still. I think it's on Amazon now. Um, But, you know, like I I just thought, you know, that there was, that's a project. that's like, you know, I'm really proud of now because it's like, I have really, you know, I have a, enormous body of work really i mean it's almost 3 years worth of uh you know uh caplets so um that's that's really cool and we're still doing that um uh, and my wife and i always do a recap at the at the end uh now with with our daughter sitting in the middle um she's 18 months old uh but um you know we uh we we do that and then i uh, i'm also um trying to uh get my own animated project off the ground um that uh we just we just recorded the sound for the uh the demo yesterday um and we should uh should at least have our uh, rough cut done by probably in a month and then uh hmm. yeah i've been trying to it's called cartoon comic and uh you know it's about me and my wife and our dogs and our you know and now our baby in our life um you know in a in a cartoon, so it's uh it it's really yeah that's really where my uh all my creative go energy goes to is 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 the um yeah the the animated project
0: caplets and um I try to be a decent father so <laughs> hey, there you go John make sure you give your uh give my love to your wife till I say hello. And Absolutely. big things also. Please do yes. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, John, how can your um your fans And the people that's getting introduced to you for the first time, how can they find you on social media? Um, you
1: can if you can spell John Caparulo, you're good. Um, it's it's uh yeah, it should be you should have it on, I guess on your Facebook page or whatever. But uh, it's it's just it's John it's at John Caparulo, uh, whatever John Caparula on Facebook it's I mean you know my wife runs all of it I basically I'm okay. like I look I didn't get into comedy to type so I think mean, she does she handles a lot of like questions people have about where I'm gonna be and stuff like that um, okay. but uh, you know as, as far as uh, you know social media yeah you just, just look if you got my name spelled right you're good you can find me. Uh and then if uh you know, my online presence, my contribution to the online space at this point is, you know, my the caplets I do every month and uh um God. you know, the, the we um and we were doing a podcast, our podcast, my wife and I were doing a podcast called Domestic Disputes. It's been on hold for a bit because with the baby it's like we never we recorded at home and there's never like a good time to record. <laughs> but um we, uh, we 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 still still do have a lot of episodes on iTunes and everything like that, and you know we and and, car, and my cartoon comic will be out soon. Trust me, <laughs> but uh, that's it. Yeah.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, if you listen to Worldwide right now, make sure you be on the lookout for cartoon comic. Check them out on YouTube. Find the podcast. just because he stopped right now. He is a he has a legitimate reason. 18 month old baby, whoever has a baby. (laughs) I I know. So make sure. Yeah, we're on hold. We're on hold. Yeah. Hey, but that's okay. (laughs) We still can find past episodes. Make sure you go up there. Follow him on social media to keep up with the latest and greatest. Also, even though his wife is running it, ask the questions. I guarantee you will get back to John. Your questions will be answered. So make sure you follow him on social media. Check out the past episodes of Chelsea Lately, also. Make sure you do all of that. Now, um, John, what is your ultimate goal as say good oh uh, yes what is your ultimate goal as a comedian
1: um ultimately i just you know i i really from the time i started uh i just wanted to be um genuinely good at it and 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 um you know, I, I really wanted to, you know, it. I guess I just want to be recognized in the end of all of it, you know, just as uh, somebody who was uh, like, you know, when you, like when you talk about athletes, like that guy could play, you know, that guy could play. Like he was, he was, a, you know, um, he, he, <laughs> he didn't waste our time. And I, you know, I, I, I just, I, ultimately I you know, just career wise right now, I, I really wanna you know, I feel like everything I've done has led up to this animated project that I'm doing because it's mm-hmm. you know, it's it really is a cartoon picture of my life and that's kinda how I think about comedy is sorta in a in a cartoon way. Um, you know, with a lot of exaggeration and a lot of just craziness. <laughs> and uh so and cuss words and poop. But still it's you know, it's uh <laughs> It's you know it's 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 me and I and I want to be able to you know just just leave a uh, a lasting legacy of that guy did it the right way and that guy you know uh, you know because I've always yeah I've always done everything throughout my career you know the way I felt like I should when I was a young kid which is you know just do it the right way you know Um, and. Uh, that's, that's all I want to, that's all I want to be known for. It's just an honestly, uh, good, uh, comedian who was, uh, who is worth watching.
0: Nice. Now, John, I know you're a busy guy, so I'm not going to hold you up much longer, but what advice would you give any male or female that wants to become a stand-up comedian or actually get into the television industry or the movie industry as far as goes for being a comedian?
1: Well, as far as being a comedian goes, you know, I always say, like, it always sounds kind of trite at first, but I, I always explain it. I mean, I just say be funny. I mean, because it really does come down to that. Like, a lot of times, like, when I was first starting in comedy, I mean, I remember just all these people who, like, they were doing all this stuff to, like, put the cart before the horse sort of thing, where it was like yeah. they... You know, I remember a big thing when I first started in '97 was 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 uh, business cards. They're like you got to have business cards printed up so you can give people, you know, your number that you know who asked for it to book you for a show or something. I'm like, can't I just write it down on something? Like, I mean, <laughs> it's, I mean, I, I do I really need but it? But you know, at the time, it was like people were printing up business cards before they had they had an act or they had you know. They were, they were, you know, they had anything worth booking and it was like, I always was just like, look, I just want to be good at what I do and then, and then, you know, and then let things happen from there. But, um, so it really is, you know, really care and focus about, you know, the art and you really have to love the art for what it is. And, and don't, I, I don't like the idea of of i guess using it to as, as a means to another end or something cuz like you know i you know i certainly when i started out i think i was like you know oh, i'm going to be you know i'll be rich and famous or something like that but you know soon that goes away like as far as that being something that you even think about you know or care about at first cuz it's just like you you just you just want to, you just want to um, be good at what you do. You want to go up in front of those crowds, and and you know have a really, you know have a great set, have a great you know moment, and and have those people, you know, because some people might only see you once in their life, and you want that one time to be a moment where they're like, you know, wow, that guy, that guy was. He was legit, you know, he was, he he was, that was a good comic, you know, and so I I just, I think caring and crafting the art form is the most important thing you can do, Um, and that comes with with anything. Now, the entertainment industry, I mean, I I would just, just be wary of uh, um, the the suits, (laughs) (laughs) uh, because there's a lot of scoundrels um, who are well-dressed in this business. So it's like, you know, you just have to um, be cautious of uh, that. You know, like, because they, they come around and they make, they're like 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 uh, personal managers. They're always the ones who, who make you, they make you feel important early on. And like, because, you know, you're basically nobody. And then this, this guy in a, you know, who's got a shirt with buttons, you know, makes you feel like, you're somebody and it's, they're really, they're really not that important, but you think that they are. So it's like, they're just, it's not that, you know, it, I don't know if you can really avoid it as a young guy or a young girl trying to do <clears> comedy, <throat> but it is, it is, a it, it's something that, you know, you look back at and go, Oh God, why'd I get involved with that <laughs> mess? And, you know, so I, I just say, just be cautious about who you, uh, you know, jump into business because you're kind of, you're compromising and sacrificing your your art to them and it really is like, you know, it's like another child or something, you know, it really is that important to you because it's it's, you know, it's like your soul um, so uh, there's a lot of uh, leeches in the business <laughs> am I going on too long about this? I'm sorry but, uh, oh, no. yeah it, I, I, I just think, I just think yeah, I, I just think, you, you know Care about, care about the art, care about get, being really good at what you do, and then remember that that art that, that you've taken so much time to and energy to, you know, to put into and to, to make better, and, and and it's really important to you. Make sure you remember that when you start to get involved with uh, whoever is in the business world who wants to, uh, you know, quote unquote, help you. So yeah.
0: That's so true, that is so true, John, I want to say thank you for everything, thank you for all the advice you've given. Um, once again, your career is really still just starting. um I don't hate to say just starting because you're not looking at this you're you're doing big things and there's way more for you to do, and I believe we will see way yeah. more of you and John, once again, I want to say thank you again for coming on the show. I really enjoyed it. Um, tell all your family friends, associates once again. If you're watching right now worldwide, make sure you click that share button, the like button below. Make sure you click it so you make sure you don't miss no episodes of the Bit Scoop with Coop. Also, make sure you follow John on social media. Check out his YouTube page. Check out everything he's doing. You got to keep up with him, everyone. Make sure you do it. Um, John, once again, thank you for coming on. It's a pleasure, and I'd love to have you back on in the future.
1: I would love to come on. It was, it was really it was great talking to you. You are now my favorite Michael Cooper. The guy who played for the <laughs> Lakers, he's now, he's now second. All right? You're, you're my favorite Michael Cooper that
0: I know. Absolutely. That's what I am talking about. Thank you very much. John, you have a great night. And until next time, people, on the Bit scoop with Coop. Uh,
1: you know what time it is?
0: Time to hang
1: hey, out cool. with Mr. Coop. We're Mr. Cool we're Cool we miss Kiss ladies From Mr. Cool from Mr. Cool from Mr. Cool We're Mr. Cool, we're Mr. Cooper we the ladies From Mr. Cool from Mr.